Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time zone you are in, you are tuned in to the BTSC Behind the Steel Curtain Networks. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, and I am standing in for the uh, one and only Lance Williams, who is uh, out tonight um, in celebration mode, actually. So congratulations to Lance and his family. Um, but so this is, yeah, I said it, and this is pretty exciting for me because usually you see me on the preview or the burning question or uh, with Tony Defio and the uh, Steeler hangover, or like I said, on the preview with uh, Jeff and with Dave. And now I am here doing this show, which I'm really excited to do because one of my favorites on the BTSC family of shows, it's, yeah, I said it. So um, I'm getting a chance to do this. Hope you will join me, and I'm really excited for it. So, uh, you know, I was watching. Uh, I was watching uh, last week's show just to brush up to see how Lance does everything. And yeah, I said it. Plus, I love just saying that. And uh, I just wanted to go ahead and uh, do what Lance does and go over a little of housekeeping. And so, plain and simple, this is when we go ahead and take a bold statement, just like uh, on Pulp Fiction when. Uh, when Vinny Vega goes, that's a bold statement. So we'll take a bold statement, and then I'm just going to answer with, yeah, I said it. Hey, that makes me feel bad, doesn't it? And that's my initials. Yeah, I said it. So uh, <laughs> anyways, so what we're going to do here is uh, you know how to support the show. And you support the show just by being on that live chat. But if you really want to support the show, all you got to do is click subscribe click like and that's all you've got to do to go ahead and help us out now we're looking to reach 5000 and now lance is up the ante he wants it to be 6000 so i'm feeling really good and uh and i got to tell you this i know I'm, I'm not supposed to be doing this right now but waymond thank you i am so jolly <laughs> I'm just feeling good. Hey, my Steelers are four and four. Your Steelers are four and four. They have a chance to go over 500 with a signature win coming up this week. It's got to feel good. So here's the deal. What we're going to go ahead and do is we're going to bring out that bold statement in just a little bit. But if you want to go ahead and subscribe to help us out to reach that 5K, that's that's a big deal to us. If you do want us to go ahead and move your question up, to the head of the class, just like uh, just like that game you played way back when, or the Howard Hespin show from 1986 on ABC, head of the class, if you do remember that one. Um, not really good, but it featured a young Mrs. Mike Tyson, Robin Givens. So here, there's a little bit of uh, pop culture craziness that I like to uh, go ahead and throw in there. So um, I'm already... Seeing on the live chat, yeah, the uh, question is kind of obvious, but uh, we're going to dig into that a little deeper. So if you want to go ahead and throw in um, something to get your uh, question to the top of the queue, that's great. I'll probably wait about 10, 15 minutes before I go ahead and go to the live chat. But with that being said, let's get in it. Let's do it. Now, to quote the one Benjamin Franklin Hawkeye Pierce from MASH, the very inaugural um, episode from 1971. Let's skip straight through the gristle and get straight to the bone with, yeah, I said it. So here we go. 
Steeler Nation, I know we want Ben Roethlisberger. We've had him for 15 years. We've had some great success with that man behind center. But we've got to realize that we have a guy at quarterback that was not a first-round pick, was does not have the pedigree of one Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. But Mason Rudolph is his own man. And we've got to remember that, yeah, Mason, he ain't Ben. And where did I come up with this? Lance was very good to go ahead and give us give me the topic for the show tonight. So um, you can picture Lance saying it. And I'm going to do my best to go ahead and, uh, and uh, do it justice. But yeah, really, Mason ain't Ben. And the reason we're going ahead and looking at that is because we've got to realize that you're not going to get the same action out of what you're going to get from Ben Roethlisberger. But, and it's been said a lot lately, and if you go back in time and you go ahead and look at the stats, the stats from Ben's very first year, they were not really, even though he was 15 and one, and that's the, uh, actually 14 and one in the regular season as a starter, um, you know, it really wasn't, uh, actually, you know what, I, I got to rephrase that because he was actually 14, 13 and 0 as a starter that year because he didn't start the last game against Buffalo. And uh, he didn't start the first two games. Actually, those went to Tommy Maddox the first two games. So he was 13-0 and 0 to start his career in Pittsburgh. But um, what we've got to realize is that Ben Roethlisberger's stats weren't nearly what Mason Rudolph's stats are right, right now. I actually memorized his stats because I was doing it on a few articles. 1,088 yards so far. And that's uh, not a complete six games. Because you got to think, he uh, he came in in the uh, second half of the second game. He missed uh, week five, actually week six against the uh, Chargers. So um, he hasn't, he really has not played in that many games as of yet. But what we've really got to realize here with young Mason Rudolph is he is each week coming into his own more and more. Now, something we're going to go ahead and uh, see on the live chat, and we're, we're seeing K-Smooth just mentioned, he's young, and that's really, really true. And uh, K-Smooth also, great name, by the way. I love, I, I love some of the names, and I would love just to have one show. Maybe we'll do this in the offseason, just to go ahead and get the origin behind some of these names because they're great. But I want to hang out with K-Smooth because that's just awesome. I mean, I'd like to just go up and say, hey, I'm bad. This is my buddy K-Smooth. And K-Smooth also mentions he's better than Nathan Peterman. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, God bless Nathan Peterman, but um, really struggled when he first came into the league. And I don't think he's ever ever really recovered from that um 98671x hut right now he's better than baker the faker um yeah he does have better stats than the number one overall pick from that very same draft that he was picked in the third round i believe that was the uh the fourth pick of the third round that belonged to the oakland raiders and they traded up to move past the cincinnati Bengals. so um snowman tells us doesn't have much experience yet. And you know what? No, he doesn't. Um, but he's gaining that week to week. And uh, this is, you guys are helping me out with my my uh, argument here. As Reginald Rever Rivers comes in and says, Mason's got more touchdowns than 
Faker Mayfield. What a great name, Faker Mayfield. I, I love it. I That guy's a punk. I want to fight Baker Mayfield. I don't think I'd win, but I know. Right now, let's see. What's the live chat? We've got 44 in the live chat right now. I think I'd have 44 behind me if I would go ahead and challenge Baker Mayfield to a fight. Um, but I, I'm a passive guy, actually. I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter, so I'm not going to go ahead and try to fight Baker Mayfield. But I know deep down in my heart, and I've got a big heart. It's going to explode very, very soon. I know that. But I know deep down in that exploding heart that you guys will have my back if I fight Baker Mayfield. So um, maybe we can get that set up. Um, maybe we can get uh, – maybe that would be a great – you know, uh, <laughs> just like we had Dave Schofield go ahead and uh, go ahead and kick the 45-yard field goal or attempt that. Maybe uh, we could have uh, – have a fight with me and Baker Mayfield, but I'm also like 25 years older than Baker Mayfield. So I, uh, that probably wouldn't be good. Um, but with that being said, <laughs> senior slim one, great name. That's another great one. Let's just jump the fool. Great. Now I'm going to, <laughs> now I'm going to incite something and I'm going to be named in lawsuits from Baker Mayfield probably because somebody's going to jump them. <laughs> That's that's great. Um, so, great question. Let's you know what? Let's just jump ahead. This is this is a fun show. Let's just do this. Reginald Rivers. Reginald's my buddy. He's uh, he comments in a lot of my shows, which a lot of you do actually. If Mason wins nine games this season, should the Steelers bring Ben back? Wow. You know what? Here's the answer to that. Ben Roethlisberger, if he's healthy. He's earned the right to come back. Um, but you don't do anything quick and foolish to go ahead and say, hey, we've got two quarterbacks. We're going to go ahead and trade Mason Rudolph um, just because Ben's back because you don't know what kind of shape he is in. Because you know, remember, he's he's going to be, what, a 38-year-old man back um, then. But you definitely try to bring the man back. He's your franchise quarterback. He's your future Hall of Fame quarterback. And uh, – he can definitely do it. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not ready to just, you know, throw him out with the garbage, but you don't throw out Mason Rudolph either. Um, you let it play out. So, um, you know, you don't trade Mason, but you know, it's my opinion. You go ahead and give him a, a chance, but you guys are really crossing me up here. And the reason you're crossing me up is because I thought we would have a lot more dissension um, with a lot more saying that, uh, hey, uh, Mason sucks. And you guys are, are screwing up my mojo because <laughs> here's the thing. I'm saying, hey, Ben ain't Mason. You guys are agreeing with me. So I guess the show's over at 11.16. We'll just go at not 11.16 p.m., but 11.16 on the, uh, on the clock here of the show. So. Um, <laughs> Wayman Johnson, go with Mason plus a new offensive coordinator. You guys know my feeling. I have been quite vociferous over uh, how I feel about Randy Feetner and his treatment of Mason Rudolph. And that kind of goes back to the title here. And um, really, they're not, they're not treating – I don't think Randy Feetner is really treating Mason Rudolph with a lot of respect. And I'll tell you why. Every Thursday, you, you feel like 
it just seems like in this press conference, um, his time with the media, Feetner is is throwing Mason Rudolph under the bus, saying, well, he should be throwing downfield more. He's not comfortable. He's doing this. Um, you know what? It, it kind of makes me feel like uh, maybe he still has more allegiance to Ben. Maybe he's uh, not ready to uh, go ahead and uh, throw his head in the ring because – you know my feelings. I think Ben Roethlisberger was the offensive coordinator, and uh, Randy Feetner was basically the figurehead that was uh, his quarterback coach, the guy he wanted. And uh, but now they're they're throwing him under the bus every chance get. And uh, you look at it, and he's had five NFL starts. I'm going to go ahead and bring this up. I have not read the whole thing, but. I think I like where this is going. Vinny L187, a lot of great QB struggled their first year. Brett Favre, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, rather have a quarterback struggle first year than become great, than to start great, and then never live up um, to it again. You know, yeah, I like that. Um, so I, I definitely like that a lot. Um, you know what? There's growing pains. And Ben had growing pains, but Ben also had a what I thought was even though I love this defense, he had a even better defense um, back then. I would probably argue. And he also had Deuce Staley, Jerome Bettis. Um, He had those guys that were carrying the mail. And then towards the end of that season, the very, very end, um, Willie Parker started to emerge. So that's, you know, kind of the things that, uh, you go ahead and look at there. Let's go ahead and uh, bring this up. Um, XEDB, CA $2, uh, throwing into the tip jar. I am assuming that's uh, Canadian. Um, did uh, XEDB, so what are you now? Are you Eddie A? Um, that's another interesting name I got to figure out, but I'm, I'm guessing that's, that's um, Canadian. Canada. Canada. Um, he said Rudolph was afraid to throw the 50-50 ball. Do you really think that, guys? That's what I'm saying. I mean, they're they're not giving him the support. Um, and I really don't think he's afraid to throw the 50-50 ball. I think he's throwing it more and more. Um, remember, Juju's getting double and triple covered. Um James Washington and Deontay Johnson, they're starting to emerge. They're starting to take the onus off of Juju. I thought Juju had a rough week last uh, last week. I still think Juju is a number one wide receiver for this team. I think, you know, if Ben Roethlisberger's in there, yeah, you're you would see so much more production out of these this offense. But if Ben Roethlisberger 2004 is in there. No, you're not, because you got to go through those progressions. You've got to baby steps, baby steps. Remember, uh, what about Bob? Um, Dr. Leo Marvin, baby steps. And uh, that's that's basically what, and, and we don't want that. We don't want a guy to have to take baby steps. We want instant gratification in everything we do. That's why we have high-speed internet. That's why we have, I mean, ATM machines, everything is instant. We got to have it now. And I'm that. I'm a slave to that. My kids are a slave to that now, too. I want everything now. I want, heck, I want it yesterday. But it's not going to happen with our quarterback. And if it does, um, that's very rare. 
very rare, but the great ones, like was like it was mentioned earlier, the great ones take some time to go ahead and flourish. And what's driving me crazy is every time you hear Mason Rudolph speak, and I'm going to credit this to um, one Jefferson Hartman, who brought this up yesterday on the Steeler preview, which really, uh, really spoke to me when he said this. It's like, Every time he's talking, he's saying, well, Coach Randy wants me to do this. Coach Randy's saying this. Coach Randy says I have to do this. Coach Randy, Coach Randy, Coach Randy. Well, here's the thing. So he's doing everything to try to please these guys, and then they're backing over him. And I'm talking about Coach Randy. So, yeah, I said it. Coach Randy. Um, so that's what's driving me crazy here. Let this kid, and I'm saying a kid because – He's, what, a 22-year-old uh, player in the second year. I'm an old man, so I'm going to call him a kid. And But I'm saying, let this guy go ahead and learn and guide him. And don't, I mean, just because Ben Roethlisberger may be coming back next year, and, and, you know, look, he deserves it if he does. But let this guy make a name right now. Um. Ali Howard, another great, uh, I mean, another great commenter of the show. Randy sabotaging Mason for his boy Ben. And, uh, hey, I'm not going to really say that uh, that that's it. Um, um, wow. Kathy Ford. Kathy, another great commenter of the show. And, oh, gosh, I just lost her comment. And it was a uh, super chat comment that I'm going to go ahead and thank her for. Let's go ahead and bring that up here. RF. RF. You know what? I laugh when I see RF because I'm a big fan of Three's Company. And uh, those of you too young to understand Three's Company, go ahead and find it. You can find it on TV land or whatever. Very One of the most hilarious shows of all time. And they used to call Don Knotts. For Morgantown, by the way, Morgantown, West Virginia's very own Don Knotts. They uh, he played Ralph Furley, and he called himself RF all the time. So I always laugh when I see RF. RF wants Ben back. Mace can't look too good. Yeah, Kathy, you're right. Thanks. I um, I actually uh, agree with that. This is an interesting comment here, Steve O'Neill. This D not as good as Ben's back then. And he's question mark. Um, look, you know what? That was uh, this D is Steve. Give me, give me a second here. You deserve to call me out on that, and I will own that. Um, this D will be as good as back then. I think they're still emerging. I love that that defense back then. Um, you know, you know. Think about what you had. You had Joey Porter. You had James Fer Ferrier. Um, Palomalu was coming. I mean, Palomalu and James Ferrier had career years that that year. Um, Porter and Kimo von Olhoff and, and Aaron Smith were all coming into their own. You still had Deshae Townsend. I mean, that was uh, that was a very staunch defense. Um, this defense is becoming good. I don't think they're quite there yet, but they are going to be. And this defense is definitely going to be there. Um, they're right now. They've become a top 10 defense, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stand by that, but with the caveat that it's coming. It's coming. They're not there yet, but I really think it's coming. Um, I am going to uh, – good. This is good here. Uh, 
Rajon, 39. Mason is part of the problem. It's not all Feetner. Mason was gun shy in the preseason. Um, hey, you know what? Um, yeah. You know, I I could uh, I could say that, but you know what? It still comes back to let's go ahead and progression. You know, let's. I mean, it's still growing pains. So, um, yeah. I mean, there is going to be some gun shyness, and I just really think that uh, each week you're seeing them throw that. 50-50 ball more. He's going downtown more. Um, he, he's he's really he's really progressing each week. And you look at a quarterback stat line of ten touchdowns versus four interceptions. And I'll actually take two interceptions off of that um, if I could, um, but I can't. And the reason I can't is because you could probably throw about two more back on that uh, James Washington and company helped save him from last week. But uh, Juju and Moncrief, uh, Moncrief in the Seattle game and Juju last week, um, they really caused some interceptions there as well. But um, so, you know, it's going to be a, be a debate. Um, there's going to be, because hey, there's gonna. It's just like uh, what is it? The Twilight series. You have uh, Team Edward. You have Team. Uh, oh gosh, I don't know. My daughter loves that. Um, team. Uh, the werewolf guy. It, it doesn't matter. Um, you've got Team Ben. You've got Team Mason, and that's really what it is. But me, I, I subscribe to Team Steelers. So um, look. I'm uh, I'm Team Kumbaya. Whoever's my quarterback, I'm going for. Whoever's my backup, I'm uh, rooting for them to come in if they need to. Um, look, uh, here's a question. Is Feetner frustrated with his young QB? Hey, he might be. He very well might be frustrated, but why is he frustrated, though? How, how can he be frustrated if you've got uh, – you've got to know – that this is going to happen. And, okay, it's my dog in the background. Um, it just, I just running on top of the couch. So please excuse her. Um, but it, it's going to happen. So you got to have patience. It's just like anybody. It's like uh, you have that bachelor friend that doesn't have kids, and he comes over and hangs out at your house, and he's like looking around like man, your kids are maniacs and they're like just sitting there watching SpongeBob or something. And you're like, no, they're, they're just, they're kids. That's what they do. And so, um, you know, with that being said is, uh, you know, this is what a young quarterback does. He's, he's gotta get some time to go ahead and play better. And it's going to happen. Uh, we had a $5 one from, I think it was Snowman that was up there, and I did lose it. I was just about to put it up on the board. So uh, there it is. Um, <laughs> okay, I love this. Uh, can Steeler fans stop asking the Steelers to sign Des Bryant? If he was so good, he'd be on an NFL roster. Snowman, thanks for the $5. And... I'm going to just uh, throw this in. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Stop with this, Brett. I mean, really, why Why are you going to bring this guy in? 
Um, it's Dave Schofield was for it last night. He was saying, "My, it's you know low risk, maybe high reward, but wouldn't he be on an NFL roster?" I got to tell you, when he came into the Saints last year in November, didn't look that promising either. But I mean, it's a name. We all love brand names, you know. I mean, that's why. Hey, man, you go to Vegas, you uh, you'll be looking through, and you're really, of course, there's you know Celine Dion. You know, uh, Barry Manilow's probably there, all these big names. And then you're like, whoa, hey, check this out. Uh, orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark are playing here in Vegas. We got to go see them. Or, wow, check this out. Um, let's, get an, let's get another one that, you know, just wasn't. Uh, oh, yeah, like the, the uh, third monkey is going to play Vegas. You know, I mean, we got to go see them. So they're brand names. Well, maybe the third monkey isn't. Um, was that Peter Torque? Maybe I. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, like, it, we like brand names, and we always want to resurrect a brand name. But we've seen it happen time and time again. I agree with you, Snowman. I yeah, he would be on a roster um, if that was possible. Um, you know, as we go along, um, you know, so that that's kind of the the Mason Rudolph. That's that's where I kind of go ahead and uh, you know stand on Mason Rudolph. Let's still give him more time. Um, you know, as we look forward, it doesn't. I don't care about 2020 right now. I don't care about the uh, draft pick that is not going to be there in the first round. I care about right now. I care about 2019. And the fact that this team has a possibility to still make the playoffs. Um, they've got an outside shot at winning the division. I think it's doubtful. I really think that uh, um, Baltimore is going to go ahead and win that division. But it's a possibility. They do have some tough games up ahead. Uh, of course, San Francisco's coming up. You've got Buffalo. But they they shouldn't have. You never thought they were going to get past Seattle, who only has two losses. And... Um, you never thought they were going to really get past the Patriots either. So, um, you know, just play for a spot at this point and play for the highest seed, but just get to the dance. That's all that it matters. And um, that's what we're looking at. So can we, it looks like we all agree that, uh, that Mason is not, ain't Ben, but as Ali Howard will say, looks like we know what team he's on. He'd rather have gun shy versus gunslinger interceptions. Um, you know, I kind of feel that uh, Mason Rudolph is showing some accuracy and think about it. If he's looking this, this good right now and we all, we still think he sucks. That's not bad. I mean, 10 versus four. And uh, that's a big thing. 10 touchdowns, four interceptions. But think about this three and two as a starter. And I'll take that as well. And two of those starts, one start he didn't finish was the Baltimore game. That very well could have been a win the way they were playing that team. And with Juju's fumble at the end, um, James Connors fumble, um, some crazy penalties in both the, uh, when I see James Connors fumble, I'm talking about the San Francisco game, some crazy penalties in both of those games. Um, you know, they could have won that Seattle game. And I know ifs and buts, candy and nuts. I know that whole deal. But what I'm saying is this is a team that very well could be six and two right now. Um, they could be seven and one. Um, but 
you know, you also you also didn't do everything to win those games as well. So you're four and four and you own four and four and you fight really hard to be five and four. And that's the bottom line to it. Um, I'm sure I am behind on all of the comments as I am. Um, deal, deal with it. Okay. I, yeah. I like that. Hey, let's deal with it. Oh, that's uh bill Davis. Um, <laughs> bill Davis is not my dad, by the way. And I say that a lot because my dad's real name is bill Davis. Um, very common name, just like Brian Davis is. That's why I put the Anthony in there. Um, Brian Davis is becoming John Smith now. Um, so there you go. Let's, uh, you know what? Let's have, have a little bit of fun. Um, um, my name is Brian and I was almost Sean. And the reason I tell you the story, I'm named after an NFL player. Let's see who's the first one who could figure it out. And uh, the uh, there's no prize. Um, the prize is that I will laud you and applaud you if you can figure it out by the end of the show. And I will put your name up in lights. If you could tell me what NFL player I am named after. There you go. Because I was almost Sean Davis and I would have been Sean Anthony Davis. So it wouldn't be cool. We would have sad up here right now. Because sad, I mean, that's not a cool name. I mean, Michael Jackson didn't have a song called Sad. Who's sad? I mean, so, um, shame on. Um, so, you know, bad's a whole lot cooler. Um, and something I'm actually just embracing now. But um, so if you could tell me who I am. Brian Baldinger, Desmond Bards. Um, no, actually, uh, he was playing back in my days. So, uh, no, I've... Uh, I'm not going to give you my age, though. I, I do. Uh, I'm named after Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> I, uh, I might look like Vinny Testaverde, but no, I actually don't look like. You know, you know who I got? You know who I, I get a lot of stuff. I got the other day. Somebody mentioned that I looked like uh, a guy from The Sopranos. I've got Louis Guzman. But I used to get an NFL player all the time that I looked like. And that was Jim Plunkett when I was a kid. And it used to drive me crazy that, I mean, and gosh, I was a kid at the time. And I, I was a little guy. Um, Brian Bosworth. No, um, good, good answer. But uh, we have a winner. David Coleman. Yes. Brian Piccolo of the Chicago Bears and Brian song. My mother was about eight and a half months expecting um, actually, I think that movie debuted on TV. It was a TV movie, Brian's Song, um, the story about Chicago Bear Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers, um, played by the great Jimmy Kahn. James Kahn is one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, so what happened was uh, I went from Sean to Brian right away. They uh, decided to go ahead and do it uh, B-R-Y-A-N, like Brian Adams. But... Um, Brian song if uh if you don't have a if you don't shed a a tear during that then uh it's pretty tough uh, then you're a pretty tough guy that uh if you can't really uh tear up cuz it's just one of those movies that you're like oh man why am i watching this why did you make me watch this uh gosh i got something in my eye i must have got some of frank's red hot in my eye while i was watching it just a fantastic movie. Something very ironic about this. Um, something that I talk about from time to time, and I'm not 
I'm not ashamed to talk about. Um, I am a 16 year cancer survivor and I, uh, I started out in 2003, I was uh, 31 years old and I found out that I had testicular cancer and ironically, Brian Piccolo, who I'm named after his, who he died of eventual brain cancer, but he started out with testicular cancer. And the thing about that is I was lucky enough to get it in 2003 where you have a great success rate and we found it so fast. I was still, even though it was a situation where it was a malignant tumor and I had to go to have a couple surgeries, I'm very blessed by the way. And I'm, and the reason I bring this up is because this is something that shaped me in my life. And uh, this is one of the things why I feel a, a bond with uh, James Conner as well, because he fought through actually so much more than I fought through. Um, but I caught it so quick when you had it in 1965, 66, when that movie was set and when it actually happened, it was a death sentence and it spread so fast you couldn't get to it. So with technology, with medicine, and I am actually in the medical field. Um, so, um, I, I'm in medical sales. So that's something that is near and dear to me. So, um, you know what, uh, as far as Brian Piccolo, that's, uh, I, I don't even know why we got onto the whole Brian thing. Um, maybe I was just, uh, looking for more time to, to talk about stuff. And I did, you know, I go off on tangents all the time. And I think you guys know that because you know me by now. And I just, uh, I, I might have a little bit of ADD cause I'm all over the place sometimes. Um, but that's just my personality, but that movie has a lot to me and, I consider you guys at BTSC my family, so I did share that with you. I uh, do apologize if I got a little too sap sappy on that. Um, Brandon Reese brings up Brian Hinkle, one of my favorite Steelers, Brian Hinkle. That guy, number 53, back in the 80s when I was really figuring it out, that guy was one tough dude. I really loved it. Um, you know what? Um, Bill Davis so he brings this up. Uh, maybe you should get James Conner on the show. I'd love to have James Conner on the show. I met James Conner back in April and it was at an autograph signing. I took my nephew to meet James Conner. And, um, so I did mention something to him. I mean, it's a real fast deal. And, uh, I said, Hey, look, you're a lot younger than me, but you really inspire me for everything you went through. And, um, and I want to let you know, I'm a survivor myself. And he stopped, he shook my hand. He goes, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm 16 years free. Um, I appreciate it, but I just want to let you know how you inspired me. It's like, all right, man, you take care of yourself. And he was just one of those guys that he took the time during a busy ad, um, autograph session to to uh, really show care for me. And it, that that's one of the reasons why I think he is uh, he is one of the best. Um, You know, Snowman, I it's a five dollar question. Gosh, you know what? I'm not qualified to answer that question. Um about chemotherapy and weakening bones. I I don't know because I mean like it, you know, you're dealing with muscular stuff too, and um with with we really haven't seen breaks too much from them. So I, I don't know. Um, 
but that's one that I, I just really can't answer. But I mean, you know, it's one that I guess it makes you think. So, um, little recap for late viewers. Um, so actually let's, uh, somebody was asking for that. Um, Bill Davis brings up a cancer survivor taking on that kind of beating has to be tough on his immune system. You know, that's true too. Um, I, you know, I think that's something we do forget a lot about. Um, you know, uh, he's an inspirational story and, uh, we forget about it when he has that, that, uh, major fumble, but as an NFL player, we still have to hold him accountable to play. But as far as the injuries, yeah, we got to think about that too. Um, that's, uh, that's very true. And Wes, another, uh, great commenter of our show, uh, says, you know, you know, he's thought about that too. So that, that that's really interesting. I mean, you know what? I never thought about that, but that's, that, that's a problem. Um, actually, uh, there's, there's a question about, uh, um, big pharma suppressing a cure. Um, Senior Slim, I appreciate that. I really can't comment on that. I'm actually a part of big pharma, um, which, uh, you know, I understand that because I'm in sales, but I've, uh, you know, there, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and bring this question up. Let's go ahead. Hey, it's yes. It's yeah, I said it. So, you know, I'm going to appreciate that. Do you think Big Pharma is suppressing a cure to keep making money off the treatment? Yes. Yeah, I said that. We're kind of getting away from the whole uh, football thing, but we, I did it. It's my fault. But here, here's the thing. And I kind of feel this way, and this is not a popular comment either because, you know, I mean, I'm that guy that still doesn't think Neil O'Donnell threw a Super Bowl back in 1996. I think there's way too much to be gained by winning a Super Bowl, um, and there's more money to be gained from that. There's big picture than throwing it, and so you got to think that these companies all the time are looking – for the cure and when they really find that cure they're going to uh they're going to go ahead and take the approach that Pfizer did with Viagra way back when and you know just uh make the people retired off of selling that drug early and we're just I mean they were made in the shade um it was fantastic so you know I really think if you do go ahead and find something that you could you could stop this terrible disease, you're going to stop it, and you're going to go ahead and make a lot off of it. Um, we do digress, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, and get off that subject. I'm going to bring this up. Victory Asher says Mason looks like Neil O'Donnell. Um, is that you know? Actually, I think he kind of resembles him. I think he looks like Sidney Crosby as well. But here's the thing. I compared him the other night on one of the shows. I've done a few shows this week. And O'Donnell was one of those guys, too. And I know we dislike him because of one game. And that's George Rice is saying O'Donnell was good. He's judged from, from one game. Um, but here's the thing. His stats in 91, 92, they were, I mean, the passing yards were paltry. 
he did have a good running back with him. He had uh, Barry Foster. Um, but you know what? He also had he also had passing yards that he barely made it over 200 a lot. But as he kept on going, 94, 95, he was a Pro Bowl, <coughs> excuse me, a Pro Bowl uh, quarterback at that point. And uh, got the team to the Super Bowl, and he was throwing for a lot more yards. Um, it took time, and that goes back to the beginning of the show. There's progressions, and it takes time to get there. Um, we have uh, – <laughs> Wes is saying that O'Donnell got paid, just saying. Hey, a lot of these guys get paid. Mike Flynn got paid. You know you know what I mean? Um when he won six games with the Packers and then you never heard from him again, there's a lot of guys that got paid. I, I just don't think you don't throw the Super Bowl. You never know when you're going to get a chance to get back there. I, I would be shocked if he actually did. You know what? Back in 1987, there was a really funny Saturday night live skit with John Larroquette. And he was, uh, You know what? I'm going to stop here real quick. Uh, Snowman says, isn't Bill Buckner known for one play? Yeah, and it's a shame because Bill Buckner, may he rest in peace, was a fantastic baseball player, but he's known for that one play. And I think as time goes on, we're realizing and we're remembering that he was a lot better than that. Um, Keystone Wolf 814 says, let's hope he turns out to go ahead and be better. Then Mark Malone or Bobby Brister. But back to the Saturday Saturday Night Live skit I'm talking about. It was John Larroquette, and he's at the pearly gates. He has passed away, and uh, I think he's talking to St. Peter, uh, and he's asking all these questions about the uh, uh, about life and the unanswerable questions, and they're answering these questions. He's like, uh, what happened to my wallet that I lost way back when? Um, who is... Uh, who secretly uh, was in love with me in high school, that kind of stuff. Um, what else do I need to know? It's like, yeah, professional wrestling is real. I was like, wow. I mean, so it was just a funny skit. But you know what? I would love to, uh, when I go to the pearly gates, and I hope it's a long time ago, uh, a long time from now, but you know, maybe I'll ask that question. Did Neil O'Donnell throw that game? And I guarantee you, I guarantee what the pearly gates are going to say, no, we didn't throw the game. Then I'm going to go in and I'm going to have a soda with Neil O'Donnell at the, and I'm going to watch the Steeler game at the heaven bar and grill. And I bet you that's going to be the best burger I ever had at the heaven bar and grill. Um, and I'll raise a Dr. Pepper or uh, a Fago or uh, some kind of pop with uh, Neil O'Donnell. And we'll talk about it and we'll figure it out. And if I could do a podcast, if I could do, a Steeler hangover or a, yeah, I said it from heaven at that point. I will. And I'll share the answer. And there we go. Oh, whoa, whoa. I got to throw this up here. This is awesome. You know, I'm a Johnstown guy, 814 Blair County, Altoona, Keystone Wolf, 814. Love it. Um, I'm an 814 kid from Johnstown, PA, Richland High School. By the way, um, I don't know what happened tonight or is it tomorrow night but uh that's an undefeated team in the pennsylvania playoffs so go richland rams from johnstown so there you go um lots of talk still on the live chat and i'm not ignoring anybody that's mentioning duck hodges look <coughs> if duck hodges was playing right now instead of uh mason rudolph 
we'd kind of be having the same conversation because just the headline would be, hey, Duck ain't Ben. And that's that's basically uh, what we'd be talking about. Holidaysburg is where uh, Keystone Wolf 814 is. Uh, I believe their high school team was like blue and white, if I'm not mistaken. Um, here's, a, here's a conspiracy theory, and Wes likes to throw these conspiracy theories in, so let's read this together. Ben Pickfeetner, do you think it's possible Mason is being held back to avoid a quarterback controversy next season? I can't say no to that. I can't say yes either, because it's a conspiracy, and that's what makes conspiracy so cool. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's credence to that. There is definitely a credence to that. I'm not talking John Fogarty, Credence Clearwater Revival, but I like that. That's that's true. Look, um, oh, this is awesome. Now, 585 Rochester, New York, Joey Franklin Jr. Uh, hey, let's throw in the area codes. Let's have fun. What area? You know what? I was going to cut this show off at like 35 minutes, having fun with you guys. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's take some uh, area codes here, uh, see how many we can get in the next uh, next 10 minutes or so. Uh, let's see what the farthest area code we're going to get. I believe we have Canada up there. Um, Joey Franklin Jr., though, um, Edmonds is playing this week. Good. I'm glad to hear that because um, there were some thoughts that he was going to be out. And uh, so I love the fact that he's going to be uh, back in there. I thought he played with uh, some vigor last week. Loved it. Um, great. We are, wow, we are getting, we are getting the uh, area codes here. But I want to go ahead and uh, find something here. Uh, Reginald Rivers. Reginald, do you go by Reg? Do you go by Reggie? Or do you go by Reginald? I, I got to know that because um, I'm like, I shorten names all the time. Um, so I want to call you Reg. I've never had a buddy called Reg, but I'm a big Slapshot fan. Reggie Dunloff, they called him, hey, Reg. Um, I was wearing my Slapshot jersey the other night on the show. Um, once again, Johnstown, PA, filmed there. Um, bad, if you have to compare Fitzpatrick to one player, who would it be? I see Ed Reed, great ball hawk player. Man, I tell you what, if you had an Ed Reed in in Minka Fitzpatrick, no one's complaining about that trade. Um, right now, I'm not going to say no to that, but uh, let's go back to my Vinny Vega comment. That's a bold statement. And uh, wow, Minka Fitzpatrick right now, is the stabilizing force of this defense. I still think TJ Watt is the heart and soul of this defense. Um, I think you have some great players on this defense that are really making everything work. I'm talking Cam Hayward. I'm talking, uh, I'm still talking Joe Hayden. I'm talking Vinnie Williams. Um, I'm, I'm even talking uh, Bud Dupree and Steven Nelson, but, Minka Fitzpatrick is the guy who stabilized this. We were complaining about that secondary in the first two games of the season. Um, third game, it still looked a little bit, little bit rough, but he came in, had an interception right away. He has four now. In what, four in how many games? Six games as a Pittsburgh Steeler? Four interceptions? Um, he is the true center fielder they haven't had. When I think of true center fielders, 
I think in football, I think of Ed Reed. I am not ready to call him Ed Reed, but wow, you know, that is not a bad comparison. I love it. Um, bold statement. Not ready to say it, but bold statement. Snowman 302 in Delaware. Blue Hens. <coughs> um, Kathy, 620. I believe, if I'm not mistaken from Kathy before, she's Kansas. 323. And I don't know my... Uh, go ahead, throw in where you're from, too. Um, because I don't know these... 323, Waymond. I've heard of 323. If you hear that growling, it's my dog, Hermione, in the background. Um, yeah, I'm a Harry Potter geek, too. Hermy, hey. Come here. You want to... You want to hang out with the gang? Here, you want to see the gang? There you go. All right. All right. All, all bets are off. Hey, look at the camera. If you're going to growl and you're going to talk, you got to say hello. Hey. All right. Um, Reading, PA. There you go, Reading. I used to go to the outlets when I was a kid. Um, my mom used to, I used to hate to go there, but we got some great stuff now. I would love to go there. Um, Michelle, 601. We got the ATL victory, 404, 518. We've got a 678. Williamsport PA in the house. Love it. Um, Keystone Wolf, his, uh, his grandparents are from Elizabeth PA, so <coughs> he was born black and gold. And um, he, here's the thing. You know, uh, my kids, when they were born, and they were born in Maryland. Um, they weren't in this world 10 minutes before they were wrapped in a terrible towel. And that's just how I roll. And I made my wife. I'm like, look, you have the outfit for their first picture. I get it. Um, it's not like the old days when they just wrapped you in in a uh, in a blanket. And, uh, hey, will you stop? It's not like they would just go ahead and... Uh, wrap you in a blanket and it was generic and you had a bow to tell you uh, pink or you just had hair to tell you you're a boy or whatever. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But um, so what happened was she had these outfits all picked out for the, the kids. I had a boy and a girl and I'm like, that's fine. But the hospital's doing their shot. Hospital's doing another shot. I'm making them do it. They're getting a terrible towel shot. So I have their their first pictures. I let the wife do the first one. The very second pictures in this world. Yep, wrapped in a terrible towel because that's the way it has to be. Um, gosh, we've got a bunch here. We've got Portland, Oregon. Um, let's see. Uh, I love it that we have uh, baby Jesus from, uh, or is it baby Jesus? From Portland, Oregon, Southern Indiana, the 812. I actually knew that because I have a friend from the 812. Um, Bill Davis is from the 828. We've got 570, George. Um, Yuma, Arizona, Senior Slim, one, repping the hottest area code. Oh, now, now we're gonna we're gonna celebrate. Um, is it hot because of heat or is it hot because it's just hot? Straight 412, Mercy Hospital. Pleasant Hills, there you go, 601, Mississippi, um, Houston, Texas, Allie. See, this is cool because um, this is really cool, and I'll tell you why. Because I don't know where any of these are from. This just shows 
where we are. It doesn't matter where we are. We're all Steeler Nation. We're all BTSC family. I love it that you guys are here with me. I got to bring this one up, George Rice. I lived for, in West Virginia for nine years. I'm 304. I lived in Elkins, West Virginia. And I lived in Clarksburg for a year. So really, really interesting. Um, the 828 for Bill Davis is Asheville, North Carolina. Um, 901, look alive, Memphis, Tennessee. That's 98671X. Um, we've got the 714 in Orange County. Joey Franklin saying, sorry, bad. I started it. I don't know. I'm having fun, right? You guys having fun with this? Uh uh, 901 Memphis, Tennessee. Reginald Rivers wants to be called Reg. Reggie. There you go. Reggie. Um, 330s, Vickery Asher's hometown. And um, also Seek Truth is uh, Youngstown, Ohio. Um, we will go ahead and uh, lots of people wanted to talk about Zach Banner for fullback in 2019. That would be one giant fullback. You see that guy coming at you. Um, JB Bowden does want to talk Steelers. Anyone else believe that when Sean Davis comes back, he may be that third safety or some slot corner rotation duties? Hey, you don't waste a player like that. You go ahead and uh, you get him in there and you figure out where where he's needed. Yeah, you could put him in a slot corner. You have a rotation to keep guys fresh. You get them all out there. That's uh hey, when you have the guys, don't waste them. Don't waste their powers. Um let's see. George Rice says Ed Reed was a hitter also. You know, I haven't really seen the hitting from Minka as much. Um <clears throat> but uh that's something that uh, that I'm sure will come with time. Um, let's see. Wes, I always felt the problem with our defense was that the front seven didn't trust the secondary. When Minka got here, it feels like that changed, and the front seven is finally doing what they do. Um, yeah, uh, I can't. Uh, I can't argue with that. Um, oh, we've got Pasadena, California. Home of the Van Halen brothers and home of uh, the Super Bowl victory that is going to be celebrated on Sunday with the 1979 um, throwbacks uh, at the Rose Bowl. My parents actually went there. Um, my buddy George was uh, is from Wheeling. Um, gosh, we've got uh, we've got some BTSers from uh, Wheeling and. Um, but they're Maryland now, but, uh, Clarksburg. Hey, I, I lived in Clarksburg for a little bit uh, and I've got some great buddies there too. Um, Wes would love to see Davis come back. Um, but I'm sure he wants to start somewhere else. Doesn't matter. See what he can do now. You know what I mean? Uh, for the rest of the year, remember it's 2019. We'll worry about 2020 when it comes. Let's capitalize everything you can now. And, um, See what you got. Um, Enter Zone is from Broncos country. I've got some friends that are Broncos fans. I always wanted to hang out there in uh, in Denver. Um, that would be great. Um, fun. Oh, this is one of my favorite. I use this all the time. Fun Steeler fact. Ed O'Neill was once in Steeler training camp in 1969 out of Youngstown State. Al Bundy. Yes. Jake Pritchett. 
Um, Jay Pritchett, excuse me, from Modern Family. Yes, Ed O'Neill was uh, was one, was the linebacker, and he was one of Chuck Knoll's final cuts. So really interesting. Yeah, that is a fun fact. I like to bring that up all the time. A lot of people don't know that. Do you realize if it wasn't for Chuck Knoll cutting, we might never have Al Bundy? There you go. Ed O'Neill got cut. He's like, you know what? I guess I'm going to Hollywood. I'm not going to stick around with this uh, with this football thing. He went to Hollywood. It took him. I mean, like he ended up in Hollywood. I think right in the very early '70s, and he didn't really hit until 1987 with Married with Children. He uh, he hung out in the minor leagues for a long time, but finally hit. And you know, Emmy award winning actor. Um, you know, I don't even know what what role he's better in um he's great in everything he does one of my favorite movies it's it's one of those called classics i don't even know if you would call it a classic but um andrew dice clay's uh the adventures of ford fairlane um ed o'neill's in that movie as a uh as the police commissioner or or, uh the police chief and he's uh, actually really entertaining um I don't love the idea of bringing Dupree back. I feel he's going to go back to mediocre. Um, yeah, you know what? We were talking about this the other night when somebody was asking Wes. They were they were asking, you know, do you think that uh, Bud Dupree is just playing for the money? Of course he's playing for the money. The players have a lot of pride, too. You know, uh, players really want to go ahead and uh, prove that they're just not in it for the money. And if they can sustain that, and I really don't see a way that he wouldn't. Um, that I, I think he's found himself. And that quote that he's been saying that uh, um, Christopher Carter um, had, that he said to Christopher Carter um, from DK Sports, um, formerly here of BTSC, in the preseason that Jeff was telling me about was like, Hey, they're finally letting me play my game. And that's, that's really, that's really what it is. Um, you know, so that's what you got to look at. You, you got to look at, all right, is this year an aberration? I'd rather, uh, I'd rather pay the money and find out. And I, I would go ahead and make that, that bit. So, um, I would take that chance because I like the way he's playing. I think with the coaching change, with the thing, they're letting him play his game. They're not dropping him back into coverage like they did a lot. They're not dropping Watt back into coverage as much either. Um, However, you know, these guys are getting it done. Um, Do you realize how close J.J. Watt uh, is already to the all-time Steeler lead in sacks? It's 80.5. Debo, James Harrison has 80.5. Um, right now, I think in 16th or 17th place, back-to-back, J.J. and Bud Dupree. Um, J.J. has 27 and a half sacks. And uh, say he ends this year, just uh, let, let's lowball him at 30. That's an average of 10 a year in his first three years. You know, the next five years, you average 10 with the Steelers. You're the all-time sack champion, but we want to see a whole lot more. We want to see a Super Bowl champion, and that's the really big thing. Um, guys, it's been fantastic. I love it. 
Thank you, Lance, for giving me opportunity. Thank you, Jeff, for giving me opportunity to set in on Friday night for this show. I had a blast. You know, uh, we talked about Mason. We talked about my personal stuff. We talked about, yeah, but Pappy W. I'm talking about average. JJ is actually where he's averaging. Yeah, he's uh, he's close. But um, that's just my crazy opinion, though, too. But we talked about a lot of stuff. I love you guys. Uh, whether you agree with me or disagree with me, I'm just glad to have you in my BTSC family. I'm going to say it every single time. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Remember, subscribe. Tell a friend. I'm going to quote Lance on it. Um, tune in, subscribe, tell a friend. Because you know what? We do this together. We're, uh, we have our BTSC Steeler family. And, hey, if you're going to the game this weekend, Look up Dave Schofield. If you're going to be at the Steeler game, Dave's going to be there. He wants to hang out with you. He's a fun guy to hang out with. I'm telling you. I mean, he's just go up, give him a big Steeler hug, a BTSC hug. Hang out with him. Um, don't buy him a Permani sandwich because he, does, he doesn't like the slaw. But And uh, I think they'll yell at you if uh, you ask him to take off the slaw. Even though in, in uh, Maryland, they'll they'll take it off for you. But I digress. But hey, guys, thank you so much. Hang out with Dave this weekend at the show. Tune in to the rest of the BTSC family of shows. Uh, we're going to have the post game on Sunday again. Hopefully, we're celebrating a big Steeler win. And I think it could be a big Steeler win. I'm hoping. Hey, yeah, I said it. Good night, everybody. <laughs>